Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. It's your man, Benz Forever, thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there today? I hope everybody's doing incredible. A judge in Minnesota sentenced a 72-year-old black woman to six months after a jury found her guilty of assaulting a white co-worker. All right? So... Sibyl Sibyl Garbo describes herself as a mild-mannered, non-violent, and dedicated nurse of more than 40 years. All right? She's a dedicated nurse for more than 40 years. All my references references are good. She's saying the 72-year-old... Damn, why I keep saying 72? 70-tier. I'm saying 70-tier. The 72-year-old told news sources, I haven't had a physical altercation with no nurse until now. Now Garbo is preparing to report to jail. Last month, a a judge sentenced her to six months, followed by five years of probation after a jury found her guilty of a felony assault. The judge also ordered her to pay more than $51,000 in restitution which she said she'll struggle to pay without a job. She's due to report to the Anoka County Workhouse, a minimum security correctional facility on Friday for about half of her sentence. She said she'll be on work release as an office clerk near the facility. From her arrest to her sentencing hearing, Mrs. Garbo said she felt she was being treated differently as a black woman in Anoka County, where the population of more than 368,000 is 80% white and fewer than 10% black. If I'm the only person of color in an environment, I'm used to it because I've been here since 1973, Mrs. Garbo said. It became obvious to me that I didn't have a strong position in this whole situation. It was scary. Damon Drake, the executive director of We Resolve, a local advocacy nonprofit that's helping Ms. Garbo, agreed that the racial disparities in Minnesota may be playing a role in her case. We're in the business of losing because that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen the majority of the time. Because it's us against the very well-funded, well-oiled racist system. And you rarely get a win there, Mr. Drake stated. Damon Drake. We're in the business of losing because that's what's going to happen to the majority of the time. That's what he was saying. This is the accusation. Mrs. Garble was working as a licensed practical nurse at Touchstone Mental Health in Fridley, a suburb of Minneapolis, St. Paul's. I'm sorry, man. Uh, until mid-2021, when tensions between her and a nurse named Delvin Stitt reached a boiling point. 
insider news sources could not reach Stitt for comment despite multiple attempts through her social media and phone calls to disconnect what to disconnect the numbers listed under her name. Stitt's civil attorney in a separate case declined to speak on her behalf. As Mrs. Garbo tells it, she was uh, disinfecting a desk in an office with a can of aerosol spray when Stitt, who apparently thought Garbo was intentionally spraying her, pushed Garbo in the chest. As Garbo reached with her left hand for the desktop phone to call for help, she says Stitt used the phone to hit her in the hand. At that point, Garbo said she struck Stitt she struck Mrs. Stitt on the head with the aerosol can and fled the room. I left because I was scared because Dante Wright had just got killed. George Floyd had just got killed. And I just had a confrontation, an altercation with a white woman, Mrs. Garble said. I thought, I'm not letting the police take me nowhere. I'll go and turn myself in. Mrs. Garbo said she told her colleagues to call emergency services for Stitt, who had a laceration on her head. Then she said she left the facility for a friend's house, who later drove her, drove with her to the police station. Anoka County prosecutors charged Mrs. Garbo with first, second, and third degree assault with a dangerous weapon. Wow. Mrs. Garbo's defense attorney declined to comment on this story, but court records show he argued Mrs. Garbo's behavior was a situational offense with an imperfect self-defense component to it, a legal concept wherein a defendant believes they are in danger but uses unreasonable force or acts with unreasonable fear. But Mrs. Garbo said, a prosecuting attorney cast doubt over the injury to Garbo's hand and whether Stitt hit Garbo first. See what I'm saying? So he stated, well, you still shouldn't have hit her back. You should have found a way out of there. Garbo said, recalling the trial, it was no way she was right in front of me. And when she hit me with that, I just reacted, hitting her back with hitting her back because it hurts. Mrs. Stitt also said in a amended criminal complaint that she was struck multiple times, leaving her unable to drive and work a year later. Mrs. Garbo told news sources she only hit Stitt once. During the trial, both Garbo and her husband, who is white, observed that she was the only black person in the courtroom other than a few witnesses called on her behalf. In May, the jury, which Garbo said was all white, found her guilty of second-degree assault. News sources was unable to confirm the makeup of the jury. Uh, I'll be finding these stories from wherever. All right, so both uh, Mrs. Garbo and her husband uh, was well aware that everybody in the courtroom was white people and just a couple of it's just them two and then their witnesses 
news sources was un unable to conform confirm the makeup of the jury with either the court or the attorneys. It's like I'm in invisible. I don't matter. That's the way I feel because it was like, oh, so what? You was hurt. You could have had. You could have have did it yourself. I'm supposed to be, by nature, a violent person. And I was in a fight all by myself, Mrs. Garbo said. It took all of me to sit there and listen to them people just lie on me nonstop. The assault conviction disqualifies Garbo from ever practicing as a nurse again in Minnesota. That's bad. This is frightening. My career is over as it stands. A lot of people don't want to hire somebody 72 years old, Mrs. Garbo stated. Adding that she was worried about her husband who has had two strokes. If I go away, who's going to be here with him? The role race plays in Minnesota justice system. All right. Garbo has been attending weekly group sessions with We Resolve, an advocacy nonprofit in Minnesota that works with individuals and families facing criminal charges. The group normally doesn't work in Anica, Anica County, but they made an exception for Mrs. Garbo after receiving multiple calls from her and other community groups. Drake, the group's executive director, told news sources with Sybil being black and the victim being white, it seemed that they were really going to make sure that they taught Sybil a lesson about coming into conflict with a white person or hurting a white person, said Mr. Drake who was pre present for Garbo's sentencing hearing, but not the trial. They wouldn't even entertain that somehow Sybil was attacked first and was defending herself. They wouldn't even entertain that thought. Drake said the sentence seemed harsh for an older woman who had no criminal records, though the sentence was below sentencing guidelines in Minnesota for a second degree assault, which would have been about two years in this case. You could see that he was not moved by any of the things that the defense had raised, and he was determined to make sure that the punishment was doled out, Drake stated, referring to the judge in this case. It was a disappointment to see a woman of her age be sentenced to jail when it didn't benefit anyone. The victim won't be better off. Society, society won't be better off. Judge Kevin J. Mueller declined to comment for the story, but a spokesperson from the state's judicial system branch said Mueller, Mueller, Mr. Judge Kevin J. Mueller, is a fair judge. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, because this is sad, and I don't know. They're going to have to, like, do something. Or this is, like, a bad situation for... Uh, Mrs. Sibel, he is somebody who prides himself on being a fair jurist. And indeed, in this particular instance, he deviated. Kim Platisha, director of public affairs, told news sources he departed from the sentencing guidelines. So she has 180 days instead of two years. Uh, Sibel Garbo. All right, that's the lady.
Um, I think she's also the victim here too in an impartial judicial system, all right? Part of what we, uh, what part of we resolve mission is to provide social biographies for those in the legal system to humanize them before a judge. Letters submitted on Garbo's behalf by family and friends describes her as a gentle soul, voice of reason, and a kind and a caring person. But Mrs. Garbo's attorney, John Ganley, couldn't open the digital file on the day of the sentencing hearing. Drake and Garbo said, so the judge didn't see that side of Garbo that day. Mrs. Garbo says she gave her lawyer explicit permission to talk to the media, but Ganley has so far refused news sources multiple requests for comments. Court records show that Ganley had previously filed a motion asking for probation, community service, and home monitoring in lieu of jail time for Mrs. Garbo. In a statement, the Annika County Attorney's Office said it respects the verdicts and the decision made by the 12 members of the jury in this case, noting that the judge issued a lighter sentence than is usually called for in second-degree assault cases. If the defendant, who is represented by counsel, disagrees with any aspect of this case, she can avail herself of any and all legal remedies, the attorney's office said in the statement. Still, Mrs. Garble feels that justice in this case was not served. Those people weren't my peers, she stated. I really feel like my rights were violated throughout this whole process. And I also agree with Mrs. Garbo. All right. Uh, I don't know, but but her career is probably going to be tarnished because of this silliness. She's probably going to have to move to another county, which she's already seventy-two years old. So how the hell she's going to do that? It don't even make sense. So a judge in Minnesota sentenced a 72-year-old black woman to six months after a jury found her guilty of assaulting a white co-worker. All right, this is very sad. And Sibel Garbo, 72 years old, said she acted in self-defense against a white co-worker. All right? All right, look, I'm probably going to reiterate the details for you guys so you can understand what the hell is going on. All right? Uh, um, what else? From her arrest to her sentencing hearing, Garbo said she felt she was being treated differently as a black woman in Annika County, where the population of more than 368,000 is 80% white and fewer than 10% black. If I'm the only person of color in an environment, I'm used to it because I've been here since 1973, Mrs. Garbo stated, but it became obvious to me that I didn't have a strong position in this whole situation. All right. Damon Drake from We Were Resolved, he's the executive director, a local advocacy nonprofit that's helping Garbo agreed that the racial disparities in Minnesota may be playing a role in her case. All right, so we're in the business of losing because that's what's going to happen 
the majority of the time because it's us against this very well-funded, well-oiled racist system, and you rarely get a win there. Garbo was working as a licensed practical nurse at Touchstone Mental Health in Fridley, a suburb, a suburb of Minneapolis, St. Paul's, until mid-2021 when tensions between her and a nurse named Delvin Stitt reached a boiling point. New sources could not reach Stitt for comment despite multiple attempts through her social media and phone calls to disconnect the numbers listed under her name. Mrs. Stitt's civil attorney in a separate case declined to speak on her behalf. As Ms. Garbo tells it, she was disinfecting a desk in an office with a can of aerosol spray when Ms. Stitt, who apparently thought Garbo was intentionally spraying her, pushed Garbo in the chest. As Garbo reached with her left hand for the desktop phone to call for help, she says Stitt used the phone to hit her hand. At that point, Garbo said she struck Stitt on the head with the aerosol can and fled the room. And this is what Mrs. Garbo said. I left because I was scared because Dante Wright had just been killed. George Floyd had just been killed. And I just had a confrontation, an altercation with a white woman, Ms. Garbo said. I thought I'm not, I'm not going to let the police take me nowhere. I'll go and turn myself in. All right? So you can understand the ramifications of this whole situation right here. All right? So um, Garbo said she told her colleagues to call emergency services for Stitt, who had a laceration on her head. Then she said she left the facility for a friend's house, who later drove with her to the police station. Annika County prosecutors charged Mrs. Garbo with first second and third degree assault with a dangerous weapon. You see how crazy that is? All right. Uh, it, it, it's a sad situation for this elderly woman. Very sad situation. And the due process was uh, over-exaggerated. That's what I would say for the judicial system. Even though my thoughts uh, doesn't matter to them, you know. Uh, it's obvious that we live in an impartial society, man. And the hate is real. Uh, going back to the Montgomery waterfront incident, uh, that, that right there, I didn't like it. But when I watched it, when I watched the footages of the incident, you know, a feeling came inside of me, you know, a real, it was sad, angry at the same time. So there's hate towards black people, and it's very obvious. You can say what you want, but it's just, it's just the truth. There's hate towards black people. There's people that just can't stand black people. And, you know, white people got animosity towards black people. You know, and, the, and it's the truth. You can say what you want. Minneapolis, uh, Indianapolis, goddamn North Montana, what, North Dakota, Montana, those areas right there, South Dakota, 
those areas. And then what else? Well, give me another, like West Virginia, doggone South Carolina, North Carolina, parts of North Carolina and South Carolina, uh, Kentucky, parts of Tennessee, those little states right there, they are not conducive to black people at all because of the fact of the racism still exists there. The uh, uh, white supremacist groups are still prevailing in those areas right there. So the hates are still there. And you can't just contain them. You can't just get rid of them. You see what I'm saying? Those people are adamant about their beliefs and how they feel about white Christians and stuff like that. So me, I'm not no hateful person. I don't hate nobody. But for a group of people to hate Another group of people is bad for everybody. Nobody is not going to win in that situation. And I don't understand why people still have that mentality to hate on another group of people. It doesn't make any sense. You're not helping anybody. All you're doing is causing destruction. Why you can't understand that, all right? If you don't like a group of people and you hate them that much, why can you not just stand clear and mind your business and go about your business and just stay away from people, all right? Because it's not helping nobody. This 72-year-old lady, you just destroyed her life, all right? What the hell she's going to do when she come out of the county jail? What what What's what she going to do, you know? She's not going to be able to work, you know? And then for a town that she live in, she... Nine out of ten, she's probably going to have to move. She probably going If she's a homeowner, she's probably going to have to sell her home. And that's probably going to be a problem for her because of the fact in the situation that just happened to her. You see what I'm saying? That's probably going to be a big problem for her, you know? So it's going to be, you just cause a lot of issues because you hateful. The judge was not being fair, you know? The arbitrator was not arbitrating. All right, which is the judge. He was not doing that. He was just, you know, he was just being a guy like, fuck that person. I'm going to be for my people. So that just shows you how divided this country is really, 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 really is. You know, so this is not the United States of America. You, you might as well just call this bitch white America. All right. Hey, I know uh, Minister Farrakhan said this before time and time again. Even other uh, um, Muslim leaders said this before. Why don't you just let the black people go? Just let them go back to Africa or just divide it, you know? Because we actually helped build this country, you know? And help is an understatement. If you ask me, but we built this country and for the disrespect and the antagonizing and the ongoing uh, slurs and ongoing violence towards black people and the scientific, the things that you impl implemented, interjected in uh, low income communities where most black people live at the stuff that you did to destroy these communities you have no remorse you don't even care you feel such a type of way all right how 
And how are we in the hell going to move forward as a human race if you got that much anger in your heart? You know? And I have white friends. And they feel disgusted that, you know, that they that their people are acting so angry towards black people. All right? I'm not even angry towards white people. I don't want to kill no white person. I'm just confused why you hate black people so much. It's disgusting. Like, how, how are we going to move forward as a human race? We will not move forward. We are not yet civilized as a human race. We're not even there yet. Like, don't say that we're there. We're not. Because if we are, you wouldn't, we wouldn't be talking about this. I wouldn't be making no podcast about the anger and hate towards another race. All right? Why would you do that? Look what you did to the low-income communities. Just look what you did to it. You destroyed the education system from the public schools. So now we got bad kids running on muck. And then so just so you can prove your point and say that black people are fucked up people. That's what you did. You're so sneaky. You're behind-the-door dictators. That's what you do, all right? You play these games with the LGBTQ just to fucking mess up policies and play this game. This is what you guys do. You, you're good at being sneaky. And then you, 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 like, you got too many low-income communities, so now you got these big corporates doing whatever that they so please, influencing all politicians, the lawmakers, the legislators, and stuff like that. And then we continuing on with this battle, and every time we have a leader, a black leader specifically, what happens? That black leader get assassinated. You know what I'm saying? Especially when that black leader is creating unity amongst the blacks. All right? So don't act like, don't act like it's, just, it's us, black people, just making a fool of ourselves. No, don't even do that. It's you guys being very sneaky, scientifically, uh, um, putting a strategy strategically, all right, infiltrating a lot of communities that's, you know, specifically black. Don't play this game with me because I know what's going on. So you guys are doing this, all right? I picked this story right here with this 72-year-old lady just to show you how nasty the opposition is because the white people are clearly saying that they are the opposition towards the black people. Why the fuck did you go to Queen Elizabeth II and did the trans-Atlantic uh, slave? All right? Why did you fucking did that for? All right? Since you hate black people so much, why did you fucking go to a whole nother, a whole nother continent and freaking enslave a group of mass enslave a group of people and uh, and take them all the way to across the Atlantic to another country and then to fucking ridicule them, to chastise them, to destroy them, scientifically destroy, separate mothers and fathers, destroying everything. And then you sit here like you that superior and you're not superior. You're not superior. You're a cockroach. Think about it. You're just a piece of shit. You're angry, all right? So I'm going to just leave it at that for you to think about because you guys are just silly. You stupid as fuck, all right? I don't give a damn if I get demonetized or canceled. I don't care because that's the, you, you weaponize everything just to get your way. 
You're selfish. You're a child. Like I said, we are not yet civilized. We haven't even got to that stage yet. So how the fuck you think, as a human race, we're going to move forward? We haven't even got there yet. We still stuck in the 1950s. We still there. We have not moved forward, all right? We have not moved forward. I've done a lot of research. I know what else is out there in the universe. I actually do know, all right? I'm one of the few pupils that do know. Fuck queen. Uh, uh, um, what's the fuck that queen auntie? What the fuck she talking about? Her ideology has no room in this motherfucking society where I'm talking about, all right? A man need a woman and a woman need a man. But we ain't talking about this bitch. We talking about... Why these white Christians, these white supremacists hate so much. They destroyed this elder black lady, 72 years old, you know. You know, she was cleaning something with an aerosol can when another white lady, uh, she thought that she was being sprayed with the aerosol can, you know. And even if that was the case, it was an incident, all in all. And she hit first. From, from allegedly she hit the um black lady first, but I'm not taking no sides and stuff. There was no reason for you to put uh, to put this lady in county jail for this silliness right there. All right, this all could have been resolved civilly. All right, civilized, but you didn't use civilized. You you um strategically used the judicial system to destroy this woman just so you could laugh and say that you are a superior race. That's exactly what you did, all right? So, I'ma cut this apple pie short and sweet. This is your man, Ben's Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. I probably will hit you with another one, but I'm doing this stuff in little increments, all right? Just so I could take these breaks, all right? So holla at your man. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is Box Benji. that is B-O-X. B-E-N-J-I, all right? Same name you could use to follow me on Instagram, Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. And then you can follow me on TikTok, which is underscore Murder Envy. That is underscore M-U-R-D-E-R-E-N-V as in Victor I-I, Murder Envy, all right? So I'm going to holler at you later with another segment. Don't worry your pretty head off. I'm going to be right back. It's your man, Ben Sparrell, with Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Boom. It's the home night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them home nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them home nights. Party at the Bodega.